what it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 112 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of shit. Connor. Connor. Connor McDuff. It's Connor McDuff. It's it's me. I want to I want to have a song. Can I have a song? You can have a, you, you almost always have a song every week, anyway. Yeah. Do you want to stick to one though? You want to you want to make like a Connor McDuff theme? Yeah. That'd be sick. And then I'll and then I'll like I'll tell you to like use it and sometimes I'll be like don't use the song and you'll never know <laughs> until until it happens you know like that's happens. the fucking that's the beauty of it that's the beauty Fuck of the life. Conor McDuff theme yep you never know when it's just going to come and spook your bum you never <laughs> fucking know spook your bum spook your bum <laughs> we're talking about spooking your bum I'm not really sure that's a really a good segue but we're talking about breaking dawn Part one and two today. As as one thing. Do you want to know why? Because fuck franchise, fra- fucks parts, part films. Yes, we're fuck. not a we're not a fan of the parts. We've uh, no. been on record talking about this a lot over our other podcasts. Two, so, two fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Mockingjay Part One was one of our first reviews. I think it was like number ten or eleven, and we whinged about it then, and we're going to whinge about it now. Well, not so much now because we're boycotting it. We're talking about Breaking Dawn as one complete story. Uh, this this concludes our Twilight Saga retrospective, which just kind of came out of nowhere and has turned into one of our most successful retrospectives to date. Yeah, thanks for thanks for um, paying attention to us for four episodes and three episodes, four episodes, and we'll be really happy when we lose this cash cow and have to go back to reviewing shit no one cares about. So thanks, cuts. We really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you guys really like us when we talk about movies we hate, I think, is kind of the... It's yeah, we get. Maybe we should just start like a, a you know a romance like romantic drama, romantic comedy podcast because I feel like well people just like to hear us suffer like they like to hear you know us manly men talk don't, about girly movies. Don't fucking suggest that stupid thing as a joke because these guys are gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's and we're true. gonna get all it takes is one person to be like you guys should do this thing, and straight up we're both just. Yeah, we were like, yeah, okay. Like, we, it, just, it doesn't take a lot. Like, one person's like, you guys should do this thing. If that comment gets maybe a couple of likes, we're just like, oh, f- all right. Yeah, all right. Okay, that's what we're doing now. Like, this is who we are. Oh, it's a nightmare. I want to bring something up quickly. Yep. Fish. You and I have a little bit of a problem. We like to, we like to cuss, as they say. We're, we like to have a couple of, we, do, we give a couple of swears out when we do our internet comedy podcast. Um, but I feel like I swear more than you, just as a side note, quite a, quite a lot more. I think we should cut down. I want to get into the church of the Anglican church and they won't let me in until <laughs> I stop swearing. So I, I want to cut swearing. down a little okay. bit. So you want to, you want to find God and you got to stop cussing. I feel like. I want to, I've got a plan though. Okay. okay. I want to see if we can do it. Don't get me wrong. We're still going to swear. I promise. Um, I I straight up promise but every time one of us swears the other person keeps note of it and you got to rack up the amount of times the person sweared and then at the end of the year if Fish and I whenever the fuck it is whenever damn it whenever (laughs) whenever Fish and I see each other one we count those swears as slaps and then we get slapped that many times by the other person 
Does Jeez. that sound like a good plan? Man, that's a lot of slaps. And that sounds like a lot of work to, to be taking down all those. Well, slaps. if you miss a swear, you miss a swear. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you miss it, you miss it. But right now in front of me, I've got a Word document open so I can just type my number in. The moment you swear, I'm just going to type a number in. You so I fuck. Oh, I almost swore again. So I know exactly what's going to go on. Look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If we miss out on the swears, then we miss out, you know? But if I kept count of your swears, I get to slap you in the face. If you keep count of my <laughs> swears, you get to slap me in the face. Like It is intriguing. Okay. It's a, let's do it. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> let's also review Twilight because this is going to be a tough one to get through I was going to say, swearing. you're not going to be able to get through this one mm -mm. without a few swears. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Bellas One. Bellas One, everybody. Well, yes, Breaking Dawn... Um, I think by the time that Breaking Dawn came out, the, the hate for Twilight was in full swing. Oh, yeah, Breaking Dawn. See, it's weird because by the time I feel like it came out, um, it kind of died. Not the, not the hate, but the, the, the hype. Like, it was the end, and like because it was in parts, and Harry Potter was already done in parts, I think that the whole part thing wasn't an intrigue anymore, and people just kind of went, oh, okay. Like, it just it never seemed like a film that should have been split, you know? Oh, I definitely didn't, but I, 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 I don't know if I agree with that, that the hype had died down because it was still oh, okay. crazy from where I, I was seeing it. Um, I, must have, I must have just not been surrounded by people who enjoyed, like who even cared. I just never heard about it, that's all. Well, I, I, have, a, um, I have something to admit. I went to the midnight screening of Breaking Dawn Part 1. What the... Why? <laughs> uh, just being a friend um, that I went to film school with, we were both like, well, look, the Twilight movies aren't that bad. Let's, why don't we go do this? Like, you know, it was sort of like, I wanted to give this movie as much of a chance to appeal to me as as it can. Like, I, you know, we, we've been to the, the Hunger Games midnight screenings and that's where the hype is. That's where you're surrounded by the fans. That's where the most passion is sort of being it's flowing out from the screen so i wanted to try and sort of give it a go and i was surrounded by twihards i think i was probably the only dude there it was just crazy it was nuts like and this is what i'm saying like this hype was definitely there like the fans were coming out in in troves like there was millions of people going to this see this movie at midnight i'm sure and i i was just quite impressed by that people were still loving that because I, I was so surrounded by, I was surrounded by so much hate for this movie. I was at film school mm. at the time. And, you know, if you're at film school, it's definitely not cool to like Twilight, even though it was probably the most successful franchise at the time. So I liked seeing something, you know, positivity. And I liked seeing that sort of thing. Doesn't mean that I loved the movie. And I'll talk about that as we go along. But like, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, this was crazy at the time, but because it was so crazy, it was so easy to hate. And that's what I mean. I think we're at the pinnacle of just, this is stupid, <laughs> you know, to a lot of people. Like, yeah. this is the movie where the the Indian guy takes off his shirt all the time and we've got the pale white vampire. And, you know, everybody was starting to hate the fact that these monsters were being turned into lovable objects. Yeah, it was right there. And it was such a, like, a fine line between the Twihards and the Twi haters. <laughs> <laughs> you dabbled you yeah dabbled i dabbled i dabbled like like i said i was never like i, I didn't never loved twilight but i i mm. never hated twilight and i always gave it a go and i i like getting caught up in hype trains and i like you know i like just riding that wave like 
like we did with Star Wars last year. Like, you know, I'm not putting these two on the same level, but like, I wasn't a Star Wars fan, but getting caught up in the Force Awakens hype was just magic. And that made that movie for me. I think if I'd just gone in cold, it wouldn't have been as cool. But honestly, like, I, it's just, I don't know. I think you and I, similar in that, in that um, regard, Fish, where it's almost like you want to live for people, you know, you want to live for experiences. Yeah. Which sounds really corny, but honestly, like, being surrounded by a bunch of people who are so positive and excited for something makes you positive and excited for it as well. You yeah, know? that's right. I mean, it, it didn't really work with um, Mockingjay Part 2, but <laughs> it just, like, it, it really does happen, you know, where you find yourself, if a group of people, like, honestly, UFC, I have no care for that. But if I were at a group of people who are... Uh, sitting down there like, let's watch the fight, I'm going to be into it, you know? Like, I'm going to be like, cool, like, this is... I want to be a part of this experience with you. And, and that's the same with, you know, screenings and things like this. And I totally get where you're coming from, which is funny coming from me because I'm such an asshole all yeah. the time. Um, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll give you a little... I just was looking up um, some Rotten Tomato stuff. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'll, I'll get up Breaking Dawn Part 2 as well. I only got Part 1 up. But Breaking Dawn Part 1 got absolutely torn to pieces. Just oh, did it? it yeah, 24% on Rotten Tomatoes overall. Wow, I didn't People expect that. People were saying, people were saying it's slow, dragged out. Um, melodrama reigns in the supernatural soap opera, says Peter. Peter, it all goes wrong when it should go right, says Sarah. Even the addition of an Oscar-winning director in Bill Condon fails to save what is essentially a padded-out tale of all-consuming love and loyalty. And then other people are pretty happy. They say Colour is stoked that a Twilight movie even strays into evil fetus territory. Um, <laughs> Someone says, this is the best in the series so far. It's Langurious. Langurious? I don't... Lang Shut up. Romantic, moody, and in the end, horrifying. Um, Breaking Dawn Part 2 probably has a higher score. It does. 49%. So it's back where the other ones kind of were. They say, you know, a feast of ripe dialogue and blood-sucking action. If you haven't seen any of them, why not see this one? It's crazy fun for less than two hours. It's all very tonally specific, and the tone is bonkers. And then someone, you know, some more negative stuff. Someone said the fifth and final entry in the historically successful Twilight franchise is the most self-aware and in some ways the most entertaining. That's a negative review. Anyway, let me fill you in with the story over the two films. Because there's nothing I like more than telling stories about films that um, I've grown to resent over <laughs> the past weeks. So Bella is still... I really want to swear. Bella is still a goddamn fool and uh, is getting hitched. So she gets hitched, she gets to finally boink her, her boy, and I thought originally that she was gonna boink her boy and then become a vampire from the boinking. Like, I thought that was the whole thing, was that to have sex with a vampire, you had to be a vamp, whatever. So they have sex, everything's fine, and two days later, she's pregnant. She falls pregnant with their kid. And it's a vampire, they don't know what's going on, they think it's gonna kill her. She's like, nah, I'll keep the kid. Everyone's like, dude, this kid's gonna like, end your life. Like, you're going to die. Why are you doing this? She's like, nah, man, it's all good. And she ends up basically dying from this kid. And the only way they can keep her alive is to turn her into a vampire, which I don't understand. Again, why didn't they just turn her into a vampire beforehand? Oh, wasn't the whole... Anyway. I think it would kill the kid. We'll talk about it. Anyway, that, that's all going on. At the same time, Jacob... They, the, the wolves find out because all their minds are linked and Jacob sees that she's pregnant, so... All the wolves are upset because they're like, this kid could be like a full-on monster. We have to end it. Which is totally, again, totally justified. So the wolves go and kill, try and go to kill Bella and this kid because she's trying to keep the kid like a dingus. Um, and then Jacob's like, nah, man, 
Nah, that ain't happening, fam. And the wolves try and kill the kid, and all the vampires stop him. And then the reason it happens is because Jacob, um, what's it called? Image? Imprints. Image? Imprints. Imprints with the kid, which is basically this like unbreakable bond that you have with someone and you imprint with someone and you can't help it. It's like you basically just fall in love with this thing. And he meets the kid and falls in love and just wants to protect it and like has to be around the kid at all times for the rest of his life, basically, I think is the way it is. And because he did that, you can't, like other wolves... Can't touch it. Can't touch it, basically. And like that happens and all the wolves piss off and then uh, Bella almost dies and then turns into a vampire. Big shock. There's a second part. Of course, she's got to turn into a vampire. Anyway, part two happens. Bella wakes up. She's a vamp. She's happy she's a vamp. Everything's great now. She actually looks really attractive. And she's real fast and she's the strongest one. Of course, Bella's the strongest one. And then she meets her kid and then uh, another vampire, one of their cousins, sees the kid, thinks it's like this little, like, notorious demon kid or whatever. Back from, like, the old ages, they used to have these big, scary demon kids and... It's a whole thing. I'm not getting into it. Basically, he, she tells the Volturi about this evil kid. The Volturi come, they're like, man, I really... Because they want Alice. Because Alice can see into the future and the Volturi have all these powers. Man, there's so much going on. Anyway, there's basically... An, it, it all sets up for this big all-out world where all the werewolves and uh, like all of the Cullen's friends are all together ready to fight the Volturi. Alice rocks up and is like, oh, hey, Volturi, dude, I'm going to show you what happens if you fight... Well, and then, and then he ignores her and then they get into a big fight and the Volturi lose and then everybody dies, basically. Like, a bunch of people die. And then it turns out to be a vision. And the whole thing's a vision. It was all a dream. And the Volturi go, oh, lol, NVM, that was my friend, sorry, and just leave. And that's, and that's the end. And, like, the whole thing is, like, they're like, dude, if you don't... These, some of the vampires are like, dude, you didn't kill the Volturi, they're gonna come back. And literally the Volturi are like standing off in the distance, like, basically telling them, we'll be back. Like, they're pretty much like, we're going to come back and kill you. And then, it just, like, they say, at the end, Bella and Edward live happily ever after. So, they don't come back? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's the end of the story. So, can I get something? I just want to say, I'm not going to, I want you to talk, because I haven't shut up, but don't worry, you go. I'll say it later. I'm just, no, you got it. What do you got? I just... Like, I know we're reviewing this as one thing, but I want to talk about the part thing immediately so I don't bring it up later. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, it's it's going to sh- come up. It's gonna, I've got things to talk about the parts as well. Straight so up. Too. Straight up. This should not be two parts. No. Like, and like, I'm not saying this like a grumpy person who hates part films, because I do. Which you are. I'm, yeah. I'm saying the first film spends 30 minutes where... Edward is refusing to fuck Bella. That's one. Put that on the list. I don't care. That's 30 minutes of the film where they're just talking about having sex, not having sex, and then having sex. That's 30 minutes of the film. Then they have sex. And then for an hour, I'm not kidding, aside from the drama that's happening with Jacob, who seems to be the only one perpetuating anything, Bella is literally pregnant and just sitting around being pregnant. That's the film. And then in the last 20 minutes... Everything happens. Like any interesting thing happens in the last 20 minutes. This whole film, literally the first part, could literally be a 10 minute, she gets married, it's it's so beautiful. Like honestly, I'm going to be totally honest with you, it's so beautiful. But they get married and then they go and have sex. You don't need to show all the other stuff. Then they have the kid and then Bella's a vampire. That literally could be the first 30 minutes of the film. Absolutely, no, absolutely, because it, and, it's, and it's solidified by the fact that when you were doing your synopsis just then, that was literally a sentence. 
Yeah. You know, like it could it can be said in a sentence or two. And you got to the part where, you know, she falls pregnant and demon babies and whatever. And that's that's the the crux of this. And yeah, it could have been twenty minutes, half an hour of the film, um, and then we get to, you know, part two. And the worst but- part is of the whole thing is that when you get to part two, which overall is a much stronger film, still falls really flat because they're still using filler. You know what I mean? Like they spend so much time on Bella being, like, turning into a vampire, you know? And, like, while it's cool that she's a vampire now, I've seen vampires for the past four films, yeah? Like, I know what they do. Can we just, like, have some story, please? Like, perpetuate the story. Like, there's a lot of, oh, we got to round up all our friends. Like, that's a big part of part two, you know? Mm. Why? Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. There's a lot of time it. wasted on that. Why? Yeah. Like, if you take that time out, you, you get rid of it, and you put in the stuff from part one that was interesting, suddenly you film. have a, a full film. And honest to God, I mean this when I say it, if, that's what, if that actually happened and that's where this film went and there was just one film, I honestly think I'd probably really enjoy it. Like I, overall, I reckon I'd probably actually like the film. I'd even say it's a good movie. Like <laughs> I mean it, like I would, I would say it's like a good film because those, like, man, it's... I don't know what's got like I watched both of them yesterday. I don't know what's in me, but a lot of positive vibes and the big the part thing it just really shattered me. I think like it does. I watched them back to back as well. But what I will say, and and I've been saying about this whole saga actually, you know, every time I've put one on, I'm like, uh, yeah, I gotta do this. <laughs> I gotta do this two hours oh, of Twilight rubbish. God. And yeah. every time I've, I've, I've been so like sucked into the story and the characters and the melodrama, which is what this is, that it has gone quite quickly and, and they're very well paced. Even these ones, even though I just sat through four hours of Breaking Dawn, I still felt like it moved along quickly enough. I was noticing that, you know, this is filler and they're really just taking their time with this stuff. But in some ways I wasn't particularly minding because... For for the one the one part that you just sort of were you know ragging on with them you know talking about having sex, I just liked being able to see them just be a happy couple for a second, and I was I was kind of enjoying that because we haven't really yeah. had that besides maybe just, the first yeah. movie for like a, a, a split moment, and then Jacob came into it, and then everything got messed up. But this is like this is a time they're away from everyone. They're in this like beautiful like beachside villa. And, you know, talking about consummating the marriage. And it's really nice. And I'm really enjoying it, except for the stupid scene where they're out in the water where it's clearly green screened. Looks absolutely horrible. Everything else is really yeah. pretty. The wedding's really pretty. The It's, you know, I, I was actually getting quite emotional about it. I'm like, you know, we, we just, you know, like everybody did over the six years or whatever, what, five years, yeah. five years that there's movies. We're going, you know, those twihards would go from the start to the end and they've been with these characters through all this, this turmoil and all this yeah. rubbish. And we've just done that. We just did that it's, over the last month. <laughs> it's really satisfying. Isn't it weird? Like, I, know. I was like, I had a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, like that, that wedding was so touching. It I don't really know what it is. <laughs> like the, the Twilight just, it's a very pretty, Twilight's very pretty. Pretty, Twilight yeah. has great, great music. And for a wedding, which if you've ever watched an actual wedding that's been shot well, it's like that, man. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, fish shoots them. It's like that. Like, they're gorgeous with those, that sort of tune and, like, just warms my little heart. 
as well and go and do some go and do some heartbreak so i'm just like as well so i'm just sitting there and i'm like you're sitting there eating ben and jerry's oh yeah i straight up was eating like a tub of ice cream were you um no you weren't were you no i was that's awesome um but like it's just like i don't know but okay there's one thing i want to bring up again Mm-hmm. Why are these people not sparkling? Like, what's happened? They're in the daylight Dude, for the majority is... <laughs> of both films, and they're just never sparkling. It's only little... it's only when it suits them, really, isn't it? It's only when it suits the story that they and like sparkle. the eyes. They're like, oh, wear these contacts in your eyes, and I'm like, oh, okay, because in some films they have normal coloured eyes, and Bella's got these big red eyes, so wear the contacts. I'm like, cool, but then like. They're, they're just sitting in the field at the end of the second one, like in a sunny field, they're not sparkling and their eyes are normal coloured. Yeah. And I was like, what? What? Like, isn't this... Like, isn't it's this inconsistent. the whole yeah. thing? Like, isn't this the whole problem? Like, what? I don't know. What pro- Being a vampire gets easier and easier. I tell you what. Like, oh, and by the way, she turns into a vampire and she just has the best self-control. Anyway, these are just like <laughs> these are just flaws that I like. Well, with the the eyes thing, it's um if they're a newborn and they and they've been eating human blood, I think their eyes are red. And if they're oh, okay. if they're like the vegetarian type, yeah, you know, only eating know. animals, they're yellow. Uh, so that's why the Cullens are all yellow, and then you see all the Volteri and stuff are red. Um, but yeah. it is it does feel a little inconsistent. It it seems like it has to be like direct sunlight to make them sparkle, but even when they're standing sitting out in a field or on the beach, <laughs> you know, yeah. in in when they go to that little villa place, like it's just funny that they would have these human uh, you know, caretakers that come in and and they're already, you know, suspecting that he's a vampire and he goes to a place where there's full sun that makes it obvious that he's something supernatural. You know, whatever. It's it is what it is. <laughs> it, it honestly, though, like you know, it's a small thing, um, and it's funny that it, it didn't bother me as much as it did. You know what I mean? Like it really. If this was one of the other films, this would have like really just fucked me, and two, and it didn't. Like it just. I was so fine. I was just like, oh, what? Oh, okay. You know, like I don't know. It just wasn't something that really got to me. No, it's it. Yeah, it's something you kind of like. Eh, yeah, okay, but you move on because like there's mm. so much other stuff going on that it it, it really you don't want to slow the story down. <laughs> exactly, anymore. you really don't. We don't yeah. have we don't have the the capacity to c- handle that. No. Okay, should we talk about what we normally talk about? A whole segment dedicated to one beautiful character. <laughs> sure. Bella Swan. Your your, okay. your favorite. Ms. Bellis one. What do you I'm got? Gonna th- I'm going to throw you some gems here, right? Okay. So, we finished the series. If there's one thing I can gather, Bella Swan is still a piece of shit. Still a piece of shit human. She's better than what she normally is in these two. Don't get me wrong. She actually, like, is almost a decent human. But my God, she is the most selfish, ignorant human being I've ever witnessed <laughs> in my life. Like, every choice she makes, every single choice she makes is a really bad choice. Every single one. Edward have sex with me. Edward have sex with me. Edward have sex with me. Edward's like, dude, no. Like, it's not going to end well. I don't want to have sex with you. Edward have sex with me. Edward, dude, no, you're a human. I don't want to do that. What happens? She almost dies. She almost dies. Dude, get rid of the kid. Do get rid of the kid. Do get rid of the kid. No, I'm not going to get rid of the kid. Literally, like, causes a huge rift within the werewolves because she won't get rid of this kid that could potentially just end her life. You know what I mean? And then... All this stuff. Hey, become a vampire. Hey, become a vampire. Hey, become... And everyone's like, dude, no, don't do it. She becomes a vampire. And this is what really pisses me off. She becomes a vampire. 
And the whole concept of her becoming a vampire was like a huge issue. She's worried about aging. She's worried about like, the whole thing is she, she'll, she'll outlive her whole family, which is a big thing that plays on. She cries all the time. And she's going to want to kill people, right? Once, one time in the whole film does she try and kill someone and gives up on it immediately. The moment Edward goes, don't do that. She goes, all right. Like... Is that the rock climber? Yeah, like... Yeah. That should be a huge thing. She needs to, like, she doesn't suffer for her consequences. She needs to go once. through it, yeah. Not I, once. I really she thought, suffer. it's actually really funny that they even put that in there. Um, the fact oh. that she, like, why, why give her that temptation and not go through with it? It seems like a wasted scene, really. Because exactly what you just said, it's we. She needs to. She needs to figure out what this thirst is, and it's supposed to be, you know, unquenchable. And why? Why is she able to handle it? Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you've got great self control. Like, honestly, that is such a crock of shit. Three or four, four, three, three. Um, but like, it just, (laughs) I, it just bothers me. I think because. I felt as if, if Bella really, like, if Bella became a vampire and you saw her really struggling for a while, you know, that would make me feel good because she, everything she does causes an issue. She has this kid and literally starts a war. Like, she starts a basically, basically a war. You know what I mean? And then Jacob does things for her, does something to save the day, and she chucks a tantrum. You imprinted with my child? Yeah, dude. Because yeah. if he didn't, the let's, werewolves would um, let's kill leave that the for kid. A sec. Let's leave that for a sec. I want no, to talk just, about yeah, some sorry. other stuff. Just, um, but, ugh. so, Bella, to start with, okay, let's go back to where you started with her talking about she wanted to have sex. I understand that. That's, you know, wedding day. It's They're finally alone. Let's let's do it. We, we know that, that uh, Edward can show that self-restraint. Let's see how far we can go. It's quite a hilarious scene that he destroys the bed. Bed, yeah. A little bit of sexual abuse going on with the bruises and such. Um, I don't know how I really feel about that, but okay. They've seen that it, it went a little too far, but I just find it very convenient that she's pregnant straight up. You know, and he's probably got some super sperm or something going on, but like, you know, if he was so worried about consummating in the first place, yeah. I feel like he would have pulled out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, like, I don't, I don't understand why, like it's a never, be- like a never before seen thing. Like, I don't understand what makes it special because, like they say, she's a shield, which could be argued like she's this thing that she can't, she's not, she doesn't succumb to vampires' powers. You know how that's yeah. her whole thing in the first view. And I was gonna think when it happened, I'm like, oh, maybe that's why, because she's like this. She's a, she's this shield, but then they talk it like like there's a lot of other shields. Like she, being a shield is a thing that exists, you know. Yeah, it's a vampire power. So yeah. she's not the only one, and like I feel like vampires having sex with humans isn't overly uncommon. Well, that's what I, that's yeah, because I always think of it that you know the vampires seduce the humans, mm. and they're probably gonna have sex with them. Uh, but mm. apparently, so so this so, this movie is basically just one big um, you know. <laughs> If it's not on, it's not on, sort of thing. Uh, you know, the it's it's a big endorsement for condoms and birth control. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it just felt like very, I don't know. It was such a such a strange like little day ex machina almost, where it's like oh not day ex machina, but it's just it's strange very convenient. It's one. very convenient that she yeah. Could, and, but like yeah, I I I guess. That vampires have only ever used humans for food, and that's and you know they and it seems like they all pair up, and they they're like partners for life. Like you've got all the Cullens are, 
are paired up. So in this particular world, that might be the way. They don't really explain it, but it is strange to me because vampire culture, like, you know, you watch True Blood and they're having sex with everything that moves. Um, yeah. whether Whatever animal, whatever creature, whatever, you know, everything. Um, even back to Dracula, like Dracula seduced all the girls. Um, and I think it's assumed that he was shagging them, you know? So it's, <laughs> I don't know, it, it is strange. But look, we'll go with that. And she gets preggers, which is, you know, quick and, and I think it is it is a, a good message out there for people. <laughs> you know, be careful. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> don't you know, fuck supernatural beings, please. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> That's it. Or you know, if you know, take precautions. I think you know this is this is aimed for teenagers, so you know, good. There's good messages in that. Whatever. Uh, but going on from there, Bella talking about not losing the baby. Now I. <sighs> I understand because I think, you know, I, I, I'm sure a lot of girls would go through this same predicament. An accident has happened. They've been knocked up and it's a big decision to, you know, be talking about abortions and that sort of thing. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's sort of easy for us to sit here and talk about you and me. Like we, we're never going to be pregnant and we're never going to have, you know, the ultimate decision to That's say that, you know. Well, yeah, junior you're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger getting preggers. But it's... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's. It, I feel like it's something that it, you could only understand if you've gone through it. Like, it's very easy for me to say, like, if I accidentally knock somebody up now that, yeah, we just get rid of it. I don't want a baby. But yeah. the moral decisions that come along with that are, are a big deal. But in Bella's situation... She is so head over heels about Edward. Like, Edward is everything to her. And the whole purpose that she wants to become a vampire is so she can spend eternity with this guy. Yeah. Yet she's willing to die now that she's got the baby. Like, it's a very... I don't know which way I think it should go. Like, I understand how where she's standing from, from just, like, that moral standpoint. But... I also, from her character standpoint, I don't know if I believe that. That Bella would keep the kid. No, Yeah, I don't believe that she, you know, she's on the verge of potentially being turned into a vampire. It's been, the deal has been made. She's going mm. to be turned and now she wants to die for her kid, which is a great noble, you know, sort of... Yeah, what a crock of shit. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's it's, six. It's just, a, it's just a little bit iffy. And... Yeah. We don't know what this thing is. It's not a real baby. That there's a good chance that the baby's going to die and she's going to die. Yeah, and also Ed, Edward's like when she's like, dude. Edward's like, if you if you die, I die. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, Edward, don't look at it that way. And he's like, what other way could I look at it? <laughs> Which good God on him. Damn, you're so right, man. Like, yeah. he's done everything in his power to try and stop her from making every choice she's ever tried to make on her own because it's always ended bad. And the one that she does decide, he's like, yep, yeah, okay, we'll do it. She's like going to die. She's going to die. And Edward's yeah. like, God damn, like what on earth, you know? Like, it's such a... <laughs> And he's just like, and he's so right. Like, he's just like, it's yeah. It's so right. No. I've, I'm with him all the way on that one. But it, look, it's again, this is a situation that, you know, somebody who's been in this situation might see it differently, but I'm, I'm with him. Like with this particular situation, we've got a demon baby that will probably kill her and die itself. Like yeah. to me, like I, I would like to think that 
if my girlfriend got pregnant and there was a chance of her dying, I would lose the kid. <laughs> yes. And I no, like I, I, I know I'm not in the situation, so it's a hard thing to say, but I'm in love with the girl. I'm, I don't know the baby yet. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's not, and I don't want, I would rather have both of them. Yeah. But if it came down to one or the other, I'm going to save my girl. That's, yeah. and so I'm with, I'm with, um, Edward. I don't, I don't want a kid. So I, I, I'd abort it. I'd, I, even if I would throw it. <laughs> <laughs> even if it gave birth and my girlfriend was alive, I'd pick the kid and I'd throw it. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know how hard. I don't know how far, but I would but throw it. it. And I just want to see what happens. Might wow. be a lob. Might be a drop to the floor. Might be across the football field. I don't know. I'd throw the child. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what, one thing I will say, though, is that when um, Bella is sick, when she's dying, like when she's oh, pregnant, she so man, up. that is some, that's some great like effects yeah, going on there. Too. That is fantastic. It looks, it looks really good. Like, I'm like uncomfortable looking at her mm. and it's like, man, far out. So then we've got... Um, does, does Jacob imprint on the baby before it comes out? No, it's it's after. That is, it's after. Okay, straight up. So straight up. Like this, the, this is like saga, in all honesty, is just like it's not been an, uh, an, uh, you know, an impressive feat. But that moment where he sees that kid touched my heart more than a lot of things in cinema. Like when he looks at that kid and imprints with that kid. Oh, and you really? hear the, the voiceover where it's like yeah. him talking about that. Man, I was like, oh my God, that is genius. Like, I was like, that is great writing. Isn't that amazing? Like, isn't that just so beautiful? Like, everything about it, I don't know what it is. Like, there's all this hate and, like, honest resentment. And he knows what he's... And he's, he's tried for the past, what, four films to be the best person possible. And he just wants to be... He wants to help. And he just wants to be... And he's like, you know what i got to do? i am got to kill this child. I'm the only one that can kill... I've got to kill this child. That's the only way to keep everyone safe. And he sees the kid and just falls in love, you know? Like, it's... And just imprints this whole... Oh... I love it. It's so amazing. Honest to God. Like that is, as soon as he did that, I'm like, man, Jacob is the man. Like he is the man. That was the best thing I've seen. And he just, oh, oh yeah. Anyway. And he leaves his pack. Like he leaves his pack. Jacob is the best guy. He's the best cunt. Six. He is. Honestly. God. Anyway. I do think he's the best guy because I'm Team Jacob all the way. Um, but I, I, I wasn't quite as touched as you were. Normally, really? I'm the one who gets touched. I, I did feel it, but I felt I liked that particular moment. But I feel like it was just sort of like, okay, and now he's on their side. Really? I felt like it was. I felt like it was very quick. I felt like there wasn't enough to it to make me feel like it was okay. I was I was kind of weirded out by it to start with, like you know the the idea, you know, oh he's imprinting on a baby, like it just sounds kind of weird to start with. Um, I know it's a beautiful thing, I understand what it is, and she's you know growing older, and he's going to be her guardian, and then eventually you know be whatever, um, which is great, um, and it's it's really good um, for Jacob. Um, I still would have rather Jacob got the girl <laughs> because, like I said, Team Jacob, but and I'm actually surprised that that didn't happen. Um, I'm surprised that, you know, we go through all this, this, this rubbish and this turmoil and, you know, Edward did one of the most worst things ever 
to Bella in New Moon and has been able to come back and they're they're happy and I'm fine. Like I'm like, well, you know, to me, that was pretty unforgivable. <laughs> um, but she's just under you know under the spell and whatever. Okay. I think I just think like. Like, honestly, I think I liked it because I didn't want Bella to be with Jacob. I think that was the point because, like, she doesn't deserve him at all is the whole thing. Like, Well, that's what yeah, but but well, I'm talking in terms of, like, the character that they think they're giving us, not the one that we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, but I think I think they were aware. Like, I think that was the point. Like, I think they knew Jacob was a great dude. What, like, yeah. and yeah, they you're gave... Probably right. Because when he when he sees that kid, he literally hits the floor. Like he, he does, he does. It, it knocks him for six, and like you know, he thinks he's he's had this lust for Bella, but yeah. he has a love for Renesmee. This child, yeah. Good God, Renesmee! What a fucking stupid piece of <laughs> shit name. Eight. God, that's the dumbest. That is like when I heard that, I'm like, all oh, right, I'm watching Twilight. Like that's how I thought when I heard that. Even name. worse oh, was right. the the name that she had for the the boy name EJ Edward EJ. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob meant like okay, look, and now we've got to give some props to Edward because like Jacob just hasn't disappeared, and no. all Bella ever wants is Jacob. Really, mm-hmm. like she's always is that Jacob? Is Jacob here? Could Jacob, Jacob come? Jacob, yeah. Jacob, Jacob. Then she wants to name her child that she had with Edward after Jacob. a potential ex-lover. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. <laughs> no Edward. Like you know, props to you, brother. But no, you got to take a stand and say, man, you know what? I don't want you to call your baby over a guy that you wanted to be all up in. <laughs> you know, like, ugh. anyway, um, Renesmee was just really silly. But I, I just quickly back on the imprinting. I just feel like there needed to be more to it because I really like the I, I really like when she guys psycho at him. Um, mm. Like you were saying, you didn't really like that, but I, I, I quite like that. She comes in and is like. You imprinted on my baby, you know, like this was it's not your decision to make, it's not that and and he's and he's trying to tell her like no, it's not it's not a decision, it just happens yeah. and like, you know, yeah. which is really cool. But I feel it's like that little altercation happens and it's great. Like she's throwing wolves up against the trees and stuff and I'm like, "Holy cow, how are they going to come back from this and then just do?" Yeah. It's um, like, Jacob's it's like just there now. Yeah, like it's and it's what, fine. And, and that really hurt me like just because I'm like this touching moment and Bella's like put everyone in danger. Jacob does literally like the bravest thing I've ever seen in this whole series, yeah. which is I'm going to imprint with this child. Like he does it and like literally saves everyone, like yeah. everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every single person. None of the wolves die. None of the vampires die. He's a, he's given up on his pack. He's left his family, which is what that means. He's basically become an outcast. It has to he's, live among things that he hates. He ha- he resents vampires. The two people following him are also the coolest people who give up everything. They're like, nope, I'm following you, man. This is what's right. God, it's so much respect. I just love yeah. loyalty. And then she gets upset at him. Like, are you for real? Yeah, I get that you're a vampire. No, you're I, a look, I understand that she gets upset at him because she doesn't have the whole story. She's just woken up. She's just been yeah. she's been on death's door, you know. So she comes in and gets upset. What I needed was a moment with her and Jacob after that where they re- reconcile. Yeah, where where it. she's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I was a jerk. I understand what you've done and thank you so much i just needed that that's all we needed and i'm really surprised they didn't put that in because i've had so many sentimental scenes with jacob Mm. that to just skip over that just seemed really silly um now just quickly before we move on because we've we've pretty much talked about this in parts anyway we've been talking about part one um the actual baby delivery scene is awesome 
Yeah, it is really good. I really, really like that. And this is the one compliment that I'll give them about doing the part structure because the ending of the movie when she opens her eyes and they're red and it just cuts to like these really funky titles was awesome. It was like Tarantino style sort of awesome. Like I was like this, at least there was that because that made me like, I immediately want to watch the next one. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was a good it was a good um, little bit, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I quite liked it. Cool. Part two. Um, <laughs> Part two, yeah. So we get her being a vampire. We get all the, like, the training stuff. And you were saying you didn't really need to see that. No, I actually think I did. I think I needed to see her struggling to be a vampire, which we didn't get. Like, she kills a cougar straight up, which is kind of cool. Like, she didn't kill the deer. <laughs> she killed the cougar. But why is she so good? It's so, like... Yeah. It's so, like, fangirl writing. It's like Stephanie Myers wrote this and was like, the girl, you know, she's awkward and, and weird, but she's the best at everything. Yeah, I think you know? it's just Everybody like- loves her, and it's just so silly. Like, they needed, she needed to kill that rock climber. She needed to kill it, and that's, that's that. Anyway, moving on, we've talked about the vampire thing. We get Renesmee. How do you feel? Fucking about- weirdest, weirdest looking kid I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like, just a, such a strange human. Even, like, as a character, I'm like, man, you're, like, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, then, I don't you, like... She's, she's actually, like, the true daughter of Bella because yeah. we don't like her and everything's about her. <laughs> and I just, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm just constantly looking at her and I'm like, I don't, like, you're so weird. Like, you're so strange. I don't understand. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. It it's was just, like... CGI face, though, all up mm. in there. Like, what were they thinking mm. like it's it not was, bad cgi but it's just why, why not why just have CGI? a baby like when yeah. when when she's first born it's a normal baby it has just a normal baby face but it's and cg then, no 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 to start with when it first comes down it's got all blood all over it and such mm, mm, it's mm, i'm fairly sure it's just a, it's whatever that baby's body that the face is that baby's face <laughs> but <laughs> later on we start to get this weird like cg face and i was watching it with my girlfriend beck and she's all like oh that's right the stupid face and she was getting really worked up about how silly it looked <laughs> and i was like you're so right because it's it takes you out yeah. like just have it be a, a kid and it grows up like i feel like we accept the fact in film that they're not gonna look exactly the same as long as they had the same sort of hair and you know almost the same sort of structural facial features we're gonna accept that that's what that child is if somebody calls it renesme i'm gonna accept that that is renesme you know yeah um, i don't yeah it was a little strange i think they're just trying something new because they probably had a big budget but like they could have saved so much money not doing that because that would have cost them an arm and a leg oh yeah absolutely and it's like it's a cool like they've obviously tried to mix robert patterson and Kristen stewart yeah which is it's a good idea in theory, but it just is weird and kind of the only time that I, I kind of accepted that they would have probably needed to use a CGI face is when the imprinting happens because you needed to have a certain expression and a certain, yeah, you know, it's hard, yeah. it's hard to get babies to act. Um, so I could feel that, but for the rest of it, like she just looks like a weird little demon child and it scares me. Yeah, I agree. It's a little strange. It's pretty fucking weird. Ah, uh, nine, but I'm um, 10, I think. Um, you haven't sworn once, um, but, but yeah, no, it's, it is, it is a weird thing, but like, like the name really bothered me. Yeah. Um, Red Esme. So her mum's name was Renee. Is that what I'm getting? And it's Esme is 
Carlisle's wife. Renesmee? So, like, because it's the two mums names oh, is it? together. Yeah, that's what it is. So, oh, Esme God, is the name is of stupid. Carlisle's wife. Um, and it must be Renee or something like that. Is her? Is like yeah. Bella's mum? Um, yeah, weird. Doesn't really work. But that, there's a oh sentimental element to it, I guess. So, whatever. Um, now, one thing we're talking about filler, and we're talking about things slowing down and 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 stuff. And one thing I, I noticed a lot in this part too was yeah we've got a heap of other characters coming in which is kind of cool it's it's sort of fun you know i've i've always been interested in the vampire lore so we're getting we're seeing vampires from different parts of the of the world like you got those two chicks from the amazon who can make you see things make you feel yeah. things um really cool um we've got old mate from mr robot um can yeah man i love him so much oh, he's I so love good him. hey he's so good and he's such a cool dude in this like he's there yeah. I'm like yeah dude like he's like controlling the elements I'm like fucking avatars here just hanging out god dude, it's sick isn't isn't it crazy though that he has this awesome power and it hasn't really that i feel like somebody with that power is really overpowered like yeah he's he, op as like he's he is the again. Why don't vampires rule the world? Let's not I love, get into yeah, that. Yeah, again, I love it, and but I, I feel like if there's a person like that, there there should have been some impact yeah. on our world. <laughs> you know, he's controlling the elements for God's sake. Like, come on. Um, but anyway, for what it for what it is, he's cool. He comes in, and it's good we've got him on our team. Um, so and you know, and we've got the chick who can like you know taser people. Um, yeah. Whatever. Um, but a lot of the time when people and this and this goes way back to like the start of the saga like when we first meet the cullens whenever bella goes into their house they're always kind of just standing around they they're are not, are they they're not doing anything they, they're standing around in their couples by the way like they're always like arm in arm with their couple just really respectful and you know that might be a fact that they're they're all so old and they've got mm. this weird you know etiquette going on but i could kind of accept it then but once we get like you know, 50 vampires in the same place and they're all just standing around. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Like, I want them to do things. These guys have these cool powers. Let's go out and do it. But it's only like, only one at a time can be used yeah. for the sake of the narrative. And it, it really pads it out. And it even it, it's even happening, like, in the final battle and stuff like that. There's always, there's so many shots of, you know, somebody important coming in. Like, you know, when Alice finally comes in at the yeah. the final battle and they're all kind of facing off and there's so many shots of you know people just like looking at people walking past all standing in their perfect poses <laughs> it's yeah just... it's very like it's very like how can we make these characters look good you know like it's like a yeah. almost like a it's like a model thing it feels like a, least... it feels like a stage play to me yeah, like it you does. know like cuz like in stage plays we we can't just use the camera to put your focus somewhere. So like everything else needs to stop on stage so we can focus on the one thing that's moving around. And that's what's happening here. But we have a camera, so we don't need to do that. They could be doing things. Like that's like mm. filmmaking 101. Your characters need to be doing things. <laughs> Especially yeah. interesting characters that are vampires. So that was the one the one thing that sort of slowed it down for me. But for the most part, I I I enjoyed the progression of part two. Like it, like it really kicks into gear. The Voltoria are coming, and you know what? I haven't, I haven't liked the Voltoria the whole time, but I do like that they're coming now. This it really puts this big sense of dread. It's the same thing that's happened in all the other movies. There's something coming for Bella, and everybody's you know teaming up to save her, and she's sort of hidden in, yeah. in a house somewhere. Um, 
But, you know, we've just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Now we've got, like, the best vampires in the world coming after her. Um, oh, I just feel like, like, honestly, like, it's cool and, like, the setup and the whole concept of what they're doing makes a lot of sense. But why did you need to spend so much time introducing each individual character? Like, they put a lot of, e like, emphasis on the personalities of each of these characters and make them feel really pivotal to the situation. But in reality, they just really hang out and then the fight happens and they kind of help. Like, they're not really big players. I no, care about, no. I've cared about the, this, I'm going to care about the same characters that I've cared about the whole time, which isn't a lot, but they introduce them, but they're not really, you know, they, they introduce this character, the, the guy that fought in the Civil War, he's like the cool dude. Oh you know? yeah, and, he's and they nothing. bring him in, he's such a huge deal the whole way through the film, and then he's nothing. He literally, it, like, I actually forgot about him. And this is what I mean, and, and like, it, it, like, it bothers me because I, I, I'm like, great, like, cool, again. Bring them all in, like take all the, that's cool, but what is the point if they're nothing? You know, I want to know that these characters matter and they don't in the grand scheme of things. They really don't. Well, the and only real reason that they're all there is just to be witness. They're there yeah. so Renesme can put her hand on their face and they can see exactly. her memories. Exactly, so don't, so don't give them any more attention than exactly. they need. Exactly, like they really should have been, you know, like the dwarves in The Hobbit. It's, mm. We know there's a bunch of dwarves around there, but there's only specific ones that we need to care about. And... I know that was a problem with The Hobbit, but this is different because these guys actually don't need to be anything more than witnesses. It's, it's uh, you know, they're, they're building an army of witnesses as opposed to an army of fighters. And we just, we just need the numbers there so that they can, they can be all like, yeah, no, she's, she's cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah, you're exactly. right. We don't, we didn't need to pad out and, and they don't need to tease us with all this excitement um, of these these guys coming and even though we do get a fight per se even though it's not a real fight um i feel like you know the only ones that sort of make any sort of impact are you know mr robot and his his overpowered like smashing the earth and, you know. and he doesn't really do that much he shatters like the ice but doesn't really like he could have he basically could have wiped them all out really yeah like, really like why not bring a snowstorm through and you know yeah. i don't know anyway but that's he's Maybe he's not as powerful as Storm. But how did you feel about the fight? How did you feel about this? Like, this is something that has been building pretty much throughout the entire saga. Um, so this is the the compilation, and we've had a pretty good fight in Eclipse. How did you feel about this one? I didn't think it was as good as the one in Eclipse, but, like, the fight in Eclipse is really dope, I think, just because they were outnumbered. This one, they're still outnumbered, but it's more of an all-out war. It was cool. Yes. It was really cool. It was fun watching all the Volturi get fucked up, like... That's 11. But, like, it's fun watching all the Volturi, like, get torn to pieces and their heads torn off, and it's really sort of kind of almost gruesome. But, um, the you know, they kill off Carlisle and Jasper. Jasper? Yeah. Or Casper? Jasper. 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 And, like, they kill them off so, like, nonchalantly. Like, it's such a... Like, Carlisle dies epically, but, like... I thought his death was quite good, yeah. But it's like, they brush it off like it's nothing. Like, and they're like, all right, back to the fight. I really wish... I think Carlisle's was actually probably the most epic because you really felt for that. When that happened, yeah. Carlisle's, Carlisle's my favourite. You know, and when that happened, I'm like, oh, no. I, and like, I did too. I was like, oh, really? Wow. Mm. Oh, they went there. Um, Jasper, I, you, you're right. It, it was just wiped over because I, I actually had to rewind it. I was like, did he just die? Oh, yeah, they took his head off. Oh, okay. And, the, well, and they, kill, <laughs> they kill Leah and Sam, right? And that sucks. Zeth. Is it Zeth? They kill Leah Zeth, and yeah. Zeth. These two, the two werewolves that are literally loyal to Jacob. Yeah. And like, they, they are just the most heroic human beings. Like, 
They're just so sick. I'm so upset when they died because they're my favorite. Like, they're... I was like, no, these guys are so loyal and they just die. Like, they just... Oh, I wish... <laughs> I know, hurts. it was harsh. It was rough. Um, um, and it was good. Yeah. Like, that was effective. All these people dying is, mm. is like... You know, it's some Game of Thrones stuff. Like, yeah. what? You can't kill Carlisle. You can't yeah. kill Jasper. You can't kill these people that we love so much. Um, and they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. It's all a dream. It's, it's uh, all a fucking dream. Twelve. It's all a dream. Yeah, and and I thought that was quite a good twist. Actually, I I did like because I did not expect it. I I do feel it. It takes away from the power of those deaths. Absolutely, but it was it was kind of a cool thing. Um, did you didn't like it? Oh, I just didn't like it because I was like, that's a really disappointing way to end a film. Is like, oh, it's all a dream. Like, the, I get it. I get the. It makes sense though. Like, it's yeah, it's it's you know, Alice is is using her power, so it, it makes sense. It's justified, but it's not as powerful as you you're wanting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like it's just not. It's just not what I don't know. I, I feel like it could have been done a different way. I would have liked to have some of the action actually be paid off. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe he still tries to fight, but because the vision has been shown, he can't. I don't know. Like, something would have been nice. And yeah, also it was letting, very much just, a, oh, okay, well, that's going to happen. I'm, I'm out of here. Okay, letting, right. the, letting the Volturi live was a huge letdown as well, because the whole concept of why they're fighting and the thing Edward says is, like, we're not just fighting for us. We're fighting for everyone because we want freedom. Like, it's, it turns into almost yeah, like a rebellion. True. And, like, and like that goes away because the Volturi just fade into nothing. And, like, they make out that it's, like, every... They live... Like, Bella and Edward arguably live happily ever after. It's how the film ends. But there's this, like, oh, they'll be back. And you're told by the two German dudes, like, why the hell did that happen? Like, we should have fought them. They'll be back. Like, you know? And, like, I'm like, yeah, I agree. Like, what the hell? Like, this is why you're here. Like, what on earth? Like, they're... They're going to kill you later, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I, the way that... The way that the main guy is, who I um, who I think is quite good in that role, yeah, um, he he's a bit he, he is, but I, I like it. I like it. He's animated. He's got. He's just. He's not just a boring vampire. Yeah. That you know the ones you see in Underworld. Um, I'm I'm not really a fan of that. They're just really generic and boring. So he's he's got something. He bring. I love I love when he like you know has an orgasm when mm. he finds out what Renesmee is. He's like, oh my god! Like he just really kind of cares about progressing the species and, and, you know, and however they've, you know, what rules they have and all that. Um, and then you've got that other jerk behind him who's all, you know, whatever. I feel like what could have happened is that guy could have killed the jerky dude, the jerky blonde-haired guy who's whinging the whole time, could have killed our main guy and then staged an attack against the Cullens and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, we would have got some violence. But I feel like this is a very diplomatic way to end the film. It's It's always, you know... You know, yeah, it's been violence and violence, but um, it's not just you don't just have to kill things to finish it. And I feel like, you know, this is this is a, a movie made for girls, like you know, is, us. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's our our man mentality is like just kill it, kill it, fucking kill it. That'll yeah. finish it. Yeah, you know, and and I I do agree because I am inclined that way in the way that I watch my films. Um, you know. That's the the ultimate way to finish it off. They're not coming back if they're dead, but um, you know, for for it to be a movie for girls, I feel like this is probably more satisfying to them. I'd like to know that if you know, girls out there, the Fish and Connor girl fans, tell us, does this work yeah. for you? I don't know. 
By the um, way, I'm so glad Dakota Fanning's character gets torn to pieces. Like, that was so... <laughs> it was so the, satisfying. I just yeah. hate her. Like, she was so easily hateable because she's got the most OP power yeah. and she's straight up the whole way through the film is just such a, such a prick. And, yeah. like, Alice is just like, you're so dead. And the moment she's chasing her down it's... and Alice <laughs> and Dakota's like, oh, this is not good and starts running, working, I'm yeah. like, Yes! So satisfying. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, I do want to talk about the battle. I haven't, I haven't really told you if I liked it or not. I yeah. I like the idea of the battle. I like, you know, some of the moments like that one. I, I like seeing Carlisle ripped rip to shreds. Mm. Um, you know, some of the stuff that um, Edward does is really cool. The wolves are like ripping heads off and all this sort of thing. I, I like that, but I do feel like it's it's a bit awkward. Like, I feel like, you know, that mentality of, you know, these, these people need to look pretty and they need to stand in their little pose and stuff is still very much in effect here. Mm. So the, the, the action feels very disjointed and, um, and, and just awkward. Like, Eclipse was so good. Like, that fight in Eclipse is fluid, it's full on, it's hectic, and I believe it. Well, this one, I, I feel like it's, it's, you know, a Final Fantasy video game turn-based sort of thing. Where, yeah. where you each get a turn to have an, a, a, an attack, you know? Um, which is really disappointing because of how good that one in Eclipse was. And and I also feel really awkward about what Bella's point is. Like, yeah, she does the whole shield thing, but she looks so gammon when she's doing it. stupid. <laughs> she just stands around like she's doing this thing she's and can't just do anything this, else at the same this, time. Like, you know, taking a crap sort of thing. <laughs> she's yeah. really tense and stuff. Which, yeah, okay, you know, what else is she going to do? But... And and her being the shield is fine, but I just feel like it could have been done in a cooler way. I don't, I don't, I don't really believe it. Um, but, you know, we do get that cool scene with Dakota Fanning getting killed. And I also like the one with that older vampire who's just kind of like, oh, finally. <laughs> he just wants to yeah. die. Like, he just brings it on. I was like, that's great. Now, we, we did bring this up last uh, podcast with Eclipse and, and how easily people were being killed. You know, we we talked back with Twilight how it was such an ordeal to yeah, kill man. that guy that was hunting down Bella, and this time heads are just getting ripped off willy nilly. Like willy the nilly. wolves, the wolves can just rip them off. Like, yeah. but the wolves <laughs> and, have always been able to. The wolves in the in New Moon, like they they just kill everyone. Yeah, but I feel like they were doing it as a pack on one vampire. You know what I mean? Like, now we've got Sam coming in and he just, like, just swings his head and the head goes flying. Like, there's no cracking. Like, you know, last time we were talking about, like, they're they're kind of like glass and they crack a little bit before they finally get destroyed. Yeah, this one, they're just, like, people. Like, they're just with no blood, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, And as cool as it is, it's very inconsistent to the rest of the saga. Like, with, like, a lot of things we talked about, the the shining and, and all that, it's... It's just like, oh, well, now we just need to quickly get this battle over and done with so we can't have the time to show that they're cracking or they're straining or whatever. Um, like, I do like that they, they're still burning them, so there is that, that lore is still there, but it's just a bit weird. It's a bit awkward, and, and it ultimately takes away from the final fight from something that could have been really good, and it is a, a, a big exclamation mark on the saga um, for it to just feel this awkward to me is disappointing, so... That's where I'm at with that. Um, but again, we get the vision, and I, 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 in some ways, it makes it okay. I don't know. Um, and then they all live happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally how it ends, is they all live happily ever after. It Bella's does. a vampire. Um, they're, they're sitting in a field, having a good sitting time. Sitting in a field, everything's fine. She gets to keep her dad. Like, we should, should we talk about that? Oh, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, that was... I like that. 
So like Charlie that. knows. Charlie finds out that Jacob's a werewolf, and then she, Jacob's like, "Dude, you got to talk to your your daughter." He's like, "Dude, what should I know?" And she's like, "Don't worry, it's fine, lol." <laughs> he's just like, oh. <laughs> he's just like, uh, "Are you sure?" Is that she's like, "Yeah, lol, everything's fine. Don't worry, I'll tell you if I need to tell you." And he goes, "All right," uh, <laughs> like that's and like. But he's so good though. Yeah, he's he so is. good how he takes because he's like he's not all right. He's like you know, okay, well if this is how it has to be, like because all he wants he just wants to have her around, like he's. Oh. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I. I think I think it would have been okay to tell him. Um, you know, there's there's other humans that know that vampires exist. Like, why can't Charlie know? Like, Edward trusts Charlie. Carlisle trusts Charlie. You know, Jacob trusts Charlie. He showed him. <laughs> he showed him that he turns into a werewolf. Like, yeah. it, it could. It's fine. It's fine. He's basically the best. And he's just so chill and pretty much knows something's up and his, girl, his daughter is clearly some sort of monster. And she, he's just like, all right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. You know what? Fine. Fuck it. Fine. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, keep going. And, and, and it fits his character. He's been my favorite character through the whole thing. Actually, there's one moment at the start of, um, you know, just before the wedding when he sees all the, the grad graduation caps. Yeah. And he's like, like hmm, hell. Yeah. that's kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, good on you, Charlie. Uh, you know, he's getting amongst yeah. it, but he's not going to say anything because he doesn't want to ruin his, his daughter's wedding. Like champion. But I, I'm done. I think, I think we're finished. Let's wrap it up. Good. The bad, the ugly. I'll go first as I normally do. The good. My, um, the, Oh, good. There's a few. Oh, probably Jacob imprinting is probably my favorite moment in the whole series. Yeah, I haven't felt you. I haven't heard you get so affected by something in a long mm. time. I'm. I'm actually. I'm actually proud. Good for you. And what about you? The good. Um, probably Dakota Fanning getting killed. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. fun. Like, I. I, I want to say like the battle, but like the battle wasn't that good to me. But there was those moments in the battle. It'd either be that or the um, the delivery scene. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. The bad. Oh, oh, there's still a few. Bella Swan. Bella Swan. Bella Swan. Bella Swan's inability to make choices is bad. That's bad. That's. Yeah. That's my bad. Yeah, I'm there too. Bella Swan just being kind of selfish again um, with her and and you know this isn't a, a, a it's hard because it's not this is bad in, in a personal feeling like when Edward is saying I don't want you to die and she's saying I will die you have to deal with it um, because she's making the choice without him that to me is just so it's it's almost an ugly actually I'll leave that for my ugly my bad is the why everybody's sort of standing around yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's funny. that's standing. that's really really crappy and then there's the ugly is my yeah the way that Bella just has no consideration for Edward <laughs> yeah I get you I'm with you there but my ugly is the child Gen- physically and emotionally a hideous creature <laughs> dear God so just so weird it gross. is ugly yeah yeah no, you're right man. that's a good one and All right, that, let's wrap this sucker up, eh? Look, um, it shouldn't be two parts, hey. Still, again, it never should. There's never a moment I've ever watched a film that's been split into parts and I've gone, I'm glad they did that. And this is a pretty good example as to why not. The first film is literally two people contemplating having sex, having sex, waiting to give birth, giving birth. Like, that's a, that's a film. Um, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all. 
And that's really disappointing. And it, it really does have an effect, even when you consider both as one thing. And I, it, it, honestly, these two are probably my favorite in the whole series. Both of them. Oh, wow. Um, I like them both more than the other ones. Jacob imprinting was amazing. And like, just that these characters are no longer so caught up in, oh, do I love this person or this person? It's more like, hey, this is the situation we're in. We need to deal with it. And I like that, you know, like there's no, we should escape this situation. It's okay, man, we got to deal with some stuff now. And I really enjoyed that. And I, I thought, you know, for once, the, the performances from everyone was really were quite good. Even yeah. Kristen Stewart, even um, Taylor Lautner were pretty decent. Um, I think, I think the way they've set up the characters is nice. I think the, the way everything's kind of reflected is really good and, and sort of motivation behind most people I can sort of stand by. But it's still a Twilight film and Bella Swan is still a really terrible character. And the whole concept of what happens where she does the wrong thing by everyone and is just unbelievably selfish and rude and she somehow gets away with it and honestly gets like the best outcome of anyone. She's the strongest vampire, has amazing self-control, has a daughter. Well, that I think she's only forever. the strongest vampire because she's a newborn. Because remember, newborns are, um, oh, are right, stronger. Yeah. I think that's... But, but like, she still is very... Yeah, she has the self-control. Amazing, amazing self-control, has this rare power, has a daughter, like a one-of-a-kind daughter. The daughter's like got Jacob, so that's her problem done. Like the daughter's protected forever. She's with her boy. She gets to keep her dad. The Volturi don't care. Like everything good happens to her. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it's really quite frustrating because for a series that's been all about how undying love is more important than any other factor and that's the whole theme is like it doesn't matter how terrible things are and how bad things are and how much you don't like anything else love conquers all mm. that's not really the outcome the outcome in this is it doesn't matter how much of a horrible person you are and how <laughs> selfish you've been and the things you do to people and the way you manipulate everyone around you you still get what you want and that's really frustrating and really sad because it didn't have to be that and I think that's one of the reasons these films fell so flat is because the moral lesson is so fucking disgusting. Yeah. And it really fucking is. And it really upsets me because this is a film and this whole series was reflected to so many people. And the last two films weren't even that bad and they still fuck it up. 16, fuck you guys. <laughs> fucking both of them together because, it, because if you look at it as one thing, it's a four hour film, which is trash. It gets a two out of five. If it was one film, it'd get a three. It's two out of five. It shouldn't be two parts. That's how I feel. Eat a cock. So anyway, two, two, a two. Okay. Wow. Wow. I thought you did. You. I feel like you gave other the other ones. Yeah, but because we're ones. reviewing it as You'd... one thing, so it's not like I'm reviewing two separate films. We're looking at it as one thing, which means it's four hours. Okay. Four yeah. hours. Fair you know, enough. like that's too much. That that length is too much. Yeah. Anyway. Funnily enough, I didn't find the length too much. Like it, it took up half my day, but I, I was with it the whole time. I, and that's the biggest compliment I can give mm. these films. Like I've, I've said, every time I, every time I put it on, I was like, man, and every time I was sucked into it, and that is fantastic. That's a step above a lot of movies. A lot of movies that we watch. Like I, I, we, I watch so many movies that if a movie doesn't capture me immediately I'll, I can zone out yeah. and I hate that I hate when I have a movie like that I never once zoned out in any of these Twilight movies I was always with them and that's a big feat the worst thing about these movies is the protagonist like you've said um, it's, it's not something that we should be showing our children 
it shouldn't be it's not something that girls should be aspiring to be because things don't just happen for you you don't just get lucky like that it's not an acceptable way to act and expect everybody to sort of do things for you i know what they're trying to do with the character and it's it is nice they just didn't they just didn't do it right it's it's come it's come across selfish and disgusting really like it's every decision that she makes is a horrible decision and everybody in the world is telling her not to do it and she still goes ahead with it. So that's that's really stupid. But besides that, like we've got to the fourth movie, the fourth and fifth movie, and I, you know, we've just had to accept that this is what this character is and this is where we're at now. And the, the fact that everybody around her will do anything they can in their power to keep her safe, which is really cool. If we liked Bella, that would be really cool. So I'm just kind of trying to see it in that perspective. And I go with it. I like it. I love that, you know, these everybody just wants to keep her safe. And how hectic it gets, you know, like how, how crazy it gets. Like we get a whole, like there's a, a rift down the vampire population because of this one girl. And, and Edward actually calls it out. He's like, this all happened because I fell in love with a human. I'm yeah. such a dumbass, you know? And yes, you are, but that's what love is. Love is, you don't choose it. It just happens. And that's one thing that really works in this movie. Like the love aspect of it, like the feelings between all these characters is awesome. Seeing Edward and Bella when they're on their honeymoon was just so nice to me. Like it was just like, what a great couple. Like they're finally together and they can do what they want to do. Good on them. Like I'm so happy for them. Yeah, they messed up. They didn't put a condom on. They're having a baby. That's stressful. We can all relate to that because that would be something that, you know, would freak us all out, I feel, if we didn't want to have a baby. Mm. And it is stressful what she goes through. And, like, the whole... The issues that come up are pretty pretty justified as well. Even though I don't agree with where she's at, I do understand where she's at and why she would want to save the baby as well. And then I fully understand where Edward's at and I really relate to that. And I'm really, like... I love that he's able to come back around and it's all okay. I don't understand why, you know, she couldn't be turned into a vampire before or whatever. You know, this this obviously some reason why that can't help. It's not as strong as it could be. The imprint thing with Jacob is really sweet. I feel like it should have been a little bit more solidified. The final battle, awkward, all that sort of thing. But in the end of the day, I really enjoyed this movie. And when it ended, I was happy that they were together. I was happy they're sitting in the field where, you know, they first had one of their dates out in the out in the forest and it's a really sweet moment and i actually got quite emotional when yeah the the credits started playing and you know they do the whole you know mash thing where they show all the all the characters turning to to the camera and smiling as their credit comes up and to that to that uh song that is now a staple of weddings that thousand years song Mm. it's a really sweet song and and it really brought me in i was like man we this is over. We we don't get to be with these characters anymore. And that got to me, which I never thought it would. I was like, this is this sucks. I'm sad that this is over, but I'm happy that everything turned out. And for it to touch me in that way is saying something because that's exactly what they went out to do. And I don't care if it makes me sound like a little bitch. That's that's where I'm at. Like, And I got caught up in it. And I like it. I think this is a good movie. I think this saga is a good movie. Yeah, there were really, really weak parts of it, but 
I enjoyed the way this movie ends. I totally agree with you in the terms that it should have been one movie. It would have been a stellar finale yeah. to a pretty decent saga. But this, the fact that it is, and it is, it's what it is. But the fact is that I was able to sit through these four hours and still not be affected by it. So I give it a 3.5 out of 5. I still think Twilight, the first one, is the best because it's the simplest. Um, and they really nailed what they were going for there. That was, I think I gave that a four. So yeah, I'm sitting, sitting on, on the same as Eclipse as this as a whole. I feel it probably would have been a four if it was one movie, but it, it gets a 3.5 for me. So there we go. Done. It's over. No more Twilight. (laughs) Well, I think there's just one question to ask now, as this is a part of our, is it really that bad retrospective? Connor, is Twilight really that bad? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. God, I hate it. I do. I I don't believe you. I don't believe that you hate it. I do. I I don't at all. Honestly, the The way you've talked about it, you've actually, I think you've enjoyed it to a certain extent. Well, is it really that bad as to what? I still, I hate the whole concept of it and I don't consider any of them necessarily good films. I consider, actually, no, Twilight 1's pretty good. But Bella, I just hate, man. Like, I can't get, I don't, I think I hate it for different reasons, though. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I don't hate it because it's dumb and vampires are dumb. Like, I think that's a cool concept. I hate it because. I think the protagonist is arguably one of the worst people I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. And the fact that the whole, every single film revolves around her being selfish and ignorant and it's never acknowledged is why I hate it so much, you know? Mm. I really do, I don't enjoy it. There are good moments, you know, but there's good moments in anything. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's, I don't think it's as bad as people, as people say, as the general yeah, population. Yeah, I think that's the question, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I don't think it's that bad, but I do, I don't like it, no. Okay. What about you? I do, I do like it. And I, yeah. I remember liking, I actually probably like it more than I remember now. And like I said, I don't care. I, you know, I'm with millions and millions of other people. Like these have been some of our most successful reviews because there is such a huge fan base out there still for the Twilight Saga. Mm. And I stand by the fact that these are good movies. These, and, and there's a reason why they're so popular. I don't agree with the, the Bella character. I think it's stupid as well and very selfish and, and unwarranted. Um, and I wish if they just, if they just polish that up, this could be one of the best, you know, retrospectives out there. This, mm. this could be one of the best set of films getting around, but for, for what it is. And you've got to look at them for what they're, they're delivering as well. Like this is a romantic film and I feel like the romance in it is good. And I feel like the love triangle in it is good. I'm still team Jacob. I'm really disappointed that she didn't get with him, but you know, for how it ended up, I think everybody's happy. And it's a good way to wrap up. Well, it's a decent way to wrap up things. I, I don't think it's that bad. I think this definitely doesn't deserve all the hate. And I still will get annoyed when people just jump on the bandwagon and say, sparkly vampires. I will agree with them if they say, but Bella is such a piece of crap. I understand that. Yes, and I'll agree with you 100%. And if you don't like it like you don't, if you don't like it for that, that's warranted. Absolutely. But I like the supernatural element. I like the, the the mishmash that you know they've been able to bring into this, and I feel like it works for what it is. And it was a, it was a good little saga, and I'm actually glad we've gone back and watched them because I really, really like you know I was kind of like yeah Twilight yeah I did like it back in the day, but I'm not going to watch them again. But it was nice to go back and and just watch them in one hit and kind of just get the the, the full story in yeah. you know like a month. Um, so yeah, look, I do like them, and that's where I'm at.
Boom, bam, Sam. What's oh. next week, Fish? Well, we're out of the retrospective. We're going back to the movies because we got a new Harry Potter movie. Yay. Fantastic Beasts. Cool. And where to find them. Uh, yeah, well, my, my girlfriend is a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Harry Potter fan. I'm not particularly like I, I, I appreciate Harry Potter. Like you would have grown up with Harry Potter. How, how where do you stand? You don't, don't sound like you're too excited. I don't fucking care. I don't <laughs> fucking care. I don't fucking care. 19, 420. I don't. I just don't care. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I don't need. An, I don't need this. I don't mm. need another one. It's done. Did you like it as a kid? Yeah, it was fine. I was never like super obsessed. It was kind yeah. of more like, yeah, I like I feel, that. I feel like the obsession came after the movies finished. I feel like, you know, it was always there, but I feel like now it's just, uh, it's crazy. It might just because I'm dating one, but. No, nah, like, it's always there, man. I've so many people that I knew were like, just so, like so obsessed. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm actually pretty keen. I think it looks cool. Um, yeah. And it's I'm I'm actually more interested in this movie because it's not about Harry Potter and they, those characters. Like, not that I didn't mind those characters, but I I feel like this being set in that world interests me more than seeing a continuation of those characters. Um, so I don't know. I've got my IMAX tickets I'm going on Thursday night. It's gonna be good. Yeah, son. I don't have my IMAX tickets because I'm I don't care. <laughs> um, follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, you know the ones, we tell them every time. Follow us on Facebook, that's where we post all of our podcasts and little tidbits and other fun stuff sometimes. It's going to be good. Anyway, have a lovely uh, afternoon, morning, evening. I don't know when you're listening to this, maybe you're in the bath, maybe you're having a tug, maybe our voices turn you on. I don't know, I'm not going to judge. We'll see you next week. Play the music, Fish. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the films The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 1 and 2, their marketing or their soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track A Thousand Years is performed by Christina Perry, and the track The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, Titles, is performed by Ennio Morricone. Oh.